Hi, friends. Welcome back to Live at the Roxy, where I always, always, no matter what, remember to unmute my mic. It's not complicated at all, and I've been up for 268 days in a row. Why does she keep forgetting? It's like sometimes it's one place, one place, another place. It's a whole fucking thing. It is a whole fucking thing. Here I am. You guys can hear me. Hopefully you can see me. There she is. Oh, what was there a delay? I don't know. Hopefully this is fucking working. Who who knows on this Tuesday afternoon, morning, wherever it is that you are right now, whatever time it is you are right now. Maybe you're watching this from the future, the future, the future. A lot of stuff's going on. Speaking of the future, aliens and shit. What the fuck is this report that we're hearing from? I think it's the Jewish Journal. Um, we're going to talk about real aliens today on the show and what the fuck what the fuck? So we'll break that down. Um, Christopher Nolan is also not stoked about HBO Max. Speaking of HBO Max, Legendary Entertainment might be challenging. We don't know in which way, suing, challenging, uh, fighting against WB's decision to release Dune and Godzilla versus Kong on HBO Max. They are major investors. They're the ones who are handling it. They apparently were not um, spoken to or consulted and they do not like what is going on there so we'll see what happens and also vaccinations officially started in the uk yes yay 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 slay 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 all right uh if you guys have questions comments concerns streamlabs.com slash roxy stryer make sure you go there or right here in the super chat speaking of the super chat logan james siniston says or kiniston yeah, usually K's are hard, not soft. Also, dope beard, my friend. Hey, Roxy, I had an email this morning informing me that my payment from PayPal slash Streamlabs November 7th was refunded. Do you know why? I have no idea. Um, did you submit it as dollars? Because sometimes when you don't, sometimes it ends up refunding. It's so freaking annoying. I don't know why it does that, but it actually ends up taking a good amount of my my people. So no, anytime that it asks me, I approve it, but it didn't ask me about that. So I do not know, my friend, I do not know. Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Today is the eighth, but after the show yesterday, some things were submitted on the seventh. So let's break those down, including Ryan White, who said, sorry about the Streamlab yesterday, Roxy. I watched that SNL sketch thought of you right away and wanted to send it before I forgot and didn't check Twitter yet, but I'm glad I was right in something you enjoyed. Ryan White, why would you be sorry about that? It's totally fine. Uh, we both like that Eminem stew sketch. That's great. I think that's awesome. No, nothing to be sorry about. Uh, Texas teacher in here says, hey, Roxy, I'm a week away from my vacation at the woods, still clean and sober. Yes, Texas teacher. And a script I wrote clean is in the quarterfinals in a screenplay international film festival. That's fucking great. Very excited that my writing has not suffered from the relapse and rebuild. Hell yeah. The Elliot Page situation has brought up an issue with my class when they slash them is grammatically incorrect when speaking of a single person in many tenses and MLA, I have and have had trans students. And while I learned to call them by their preferred name, how should I balance this? Uh, as many of the kids are writing about this, I know that proper grammar rules, it is wrong, but our language must evolve. 
I feel very lost in this debate with my peers. Any advice from the rock stars? I do want to close with uh, I'm doing the best and adapting. I'm doing my best and adapting. And I never speak with malice. Yet it feels like by evening, by even bringing forward this topic, I'm in a minefield. No, if I said something wrong, I'm I meant nothing by it. I'm trying to learn. I just don't know how to talk about this. Um, Texas teacher, why is it that you believe in MLA? They, them is grammatically incorrect because I believe that when using they, them as somebody's preferred pronouns, at least in the state of California, it is um, uh, like state law grammatically correct. So I think that it's okay. Also specifically with Elliot Page, Elliot Page prefers pronouns they, them, or he, him. So if, if it's an issue with Elliot, you can use the pronouns he, him. But in general, I think they, them is always the correct thing to teach. And I think it's much more important to teach that you should always use somebody's preferred pronouns than it is to say MLA, APA, whatever it is. I mean, who? because at the end of the day, who the fuck cares about those things? Um, and if you're teaching kids, you want to teach them about the way of the future, not the way of the past. That would be my my advice and guidance on this. Let's see what you guys are saying in here. John says, I only caught the second part of the question, but if it's about grammar of using they for a single person, they, them can be used as singular. Yeah, John, it's not that he doesn't know that. I don't think it's that um, he's asking if that's grammatically incorrect for the specific like college format or whatever it is that you guys know that as an MLA that you said. Uh, English major here says Chris Martinez, they, them is grammatically correct in the new school of thought. That's awesome, Chris. Love that. Garth McMurray says, we're still adapting to the new pronouns. I mess up with trans friends sometimes and they're very forgiving, but I always feel awful. Yeah. Um, a lot of trans people have been through a lot. So typically they are very forgiving. I try to make them have to be forgiving as little as possible, but it is nice that they are, they're in general, a great group of people. So no wonder they are so forgiving. Uh, John says, yes, our language should and does constantly evolve. Totally. Uh, Zeno says, I think Elliot is using he, they. Yeah, that's what I just, that's what I was talking about. Lawrence says, exactly. I don't know to which part, but I appreciate that. John says, gotcha for MLA. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So that would be our best advice for that before we get into some of these other things. Thank you, Texas teacher. Stay clean and sober. You got this, babe. We're rooting for you and we appreciate you. Morse code Z in the streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, so have a surprise, no insurance dental appointment upcoming. Oh, I have a no insurance dental appointment coming today. That is why I'm doing this before SEN, not after. And I'm about to owe a lot of money on my teeth because I have several things I need fixed in the back, which is a nightmare. So this will probably be my last streamlabs for a while. No worries, Morse code. Glad I ordered my calendar before I found out. Hope you make it back safe and I'll still be here. Well, good luck with your teeth. Wish me luck with mine. Um, I have to get sealants on these back molars because I never got my I never got my wisdom on my back wisdom teeth because I never got them removed. But he says that they might have to do Novocaine in the whole situation because I have like two small cavities. But he says that he can't even really tell and he has to get in there and see. And I just don't do well with Novocaine because it lasts so long on me. And then I can't do my work for the rest of the day because I'm talking so much. It's just fucking frustrating. And I don't have dental insurance because I am freelance and dental insurance is very expensive. And I asked them how much it's going to be. And it's $500. It's just, just like such a wolf. But 
I mean, honestly, dental insurance for a freelancer costs about $60 a month, um, sometimes a little more. So if you think about it, then like it's about like a year's worth of whatever. Oh boy, it's fucking frustrating. Okay, you guys feel my pain. Beauty is pain and so is a working mouth. What? What is that saying she just came up with on the spot? Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Glenn Caesar in the house saying, hello, Roxy. Love you as always. Thanks for making the time to hang out with us and this afternoon slash morning, especially with SEN Live next. Peace, love, bunnies, and hugs to you all and all the rock stars. Hopefully, it's a fuck yeah news-filled Tuesday for all of us. As always, I hope that we can find and feel joy in each of our days, weeks, months, and our years. Don't forget when it's tough, even if we're by ourselves, we're not alone. The rock stars and world friends communities will be there for you. Remember, everyone, you're kind, you're smart, you're important, you are worthy. Also, my CP is better today. Woohoo! That's awesome, Glenn. And Miles Cosgrove, Brett Hankins, and Jonathan Mattingly, rest the cops who killed Brianna Taylor, all three of them for killing Brianna Taylor. Thank you for keeping us on point, Glenn. You are such a rock star, and we are so grateful to have you here always and forever. Uh, James Lavario in here. Whoa, with that massive support. That helps with the dentist. Thank you, James. You fucking rock. He says, hey, RJ, just stepping in to say hi and happy holidays. Much love. Uh, as I was saying hi to James. Wow, that construction work next door started. Can you guys hear that? I'm so sorry if you can. Nothing really I can do about it. Uh, let me know if it's bothering you too much, and we will just pick up the computer and try to move. I really don't even know. Uh, James, you're the fucking best. Thank you so much for that support. It means the world to me. Really, really grateful for it. Uh, thank you. Thank you. NFL Caleb 22 in the super chat with that support. Also, thank you guys. Thank you. Um, you are the best. I could not get through this year without you. I'm like slightly inching the microphone closer to me and away from the construction. Oh man, it's fucking annoying. It's annoying sounding, but what, what you gonna do? Just really nothing. All right, let's talk, let's talk alien, aliens and shit. What's going on here? If you have not heard about this at all, then don't worry. I am here to inform you on what the fuck is happening. I watched a couple different videos on this today. I read a few different articles on this today, and I truly, truly don't know where I stand. I think that we've heard a lot about UFOs and aliens in the past, and there's been a lot of talk about what actually is going on in the world, and if there are aliens, and do they exist, and if so, are they here, and all of that stuff. But this is kind of a big advancement, and I'm curious, do you guys believe it? What do you think this means? So a former Israeli space secretary chief says that extraterrestrials exist and that Trump knows about them. Yes, you heard that right. A galactic federation has been waiting for humans to reach a stage where we will understand what space and spaceships are. Um, this is coming from the Israeli space secretary, uh, sorry, space security, who uh, is named Hayam Eshed. Um, and this article that I'm going to be referring to is from NBC News, but a lot of people are picking this up right now. 
says a former space security chief has sent eyebrows shooting heavenward by saying that Earthlings have been in contact with extraterrestrials from Galactic Federation. The unidentified flying objects have asked not to publish that they are here. Humanity is not ready yet. Hayam, the former head of Israel's Defense Ministry Space Directorate, told Israel's Yediat Aronaut. Is that how you say his name? Yediat Aronaut? Um, that's uh, the newspaper's name. I don't know. You guys let me know. The interview in Hebrew ran on Friday. So right before the weekend and gained traction after parts were published in the in English by the Jerusalem post on Tuesday, a respected professor and retired general, Ashid said that the aliens were equally curious about humanity and were seeking to understand the fabric of the universe. Ashid said, uh, co cooperation agreements had been signed between species, including an underground base in the depths of Mars, where there are American astronauts and alien representatives. There is an agreement between the U.S. government and the aliens. They signed a contract with us to do experiments here, he said. Ashid asked the president, Donald Trump, was aware that the, of the extraterrestrial's existence, and he had been on the verge of revealing information, but was asked not to in order to prevent mass hysteria. Quote, they have been waiting until today for humanity to develop and reach a stage where we will understand in general what space and spaceships are, as she'd said, referring to the Galactic Federation. The White House Department of Defense and Israeli officials did not immediately respond to NBC News' request for comment. Ashid's ideas are spelled out in more detail in the universe beyond the horizon. Conversations with Pre Professor Hayam Ashid by Hager Yanai published in November. There's more on this, um, but this is kind of fascinating. Really curious what you guys think. Do you believe that this is real? Do you think that currently somewhere on Mars there are U.S., there are U United States citizens living on Mars doing experiments alongside the intergalactic space force aliens uh, that I can't even believe that question and sentence just came out of my mouth. Could this be real? And what would that mean? And if so, what do the aliens look like, seem like, sound like, how are we communicating with them? I, I really truly don't know. All right, let's see what you guys are thinking in here. I'm very, very curious. MK says this type of thing has been a conspiracy theory for years. But do you think that this makes it more than a conspiracy theory now? Or do you think that this is real? Bruce says, as long as it's not science aliens and ALF aliens, I'm good. But what kind of aliens is it? Jake says, with how big the universe is, believing we're the only intelligent life that exists is narcissistic as fuck. I completely agree with that. But I don't know that that means that there are aliens and people on Mars right now. I, I really don't know. I don't know. Uh... I've known about space and spaceships since I was four watching Star Wars and Star Trek. Not Link. I think this is a little bit different, but mm, Bruce says, is this why we have Space Force? Mm. Xeno says, the real question is, what does the Galactic Federation think of the Nolan HBO Max beef? Well, we will certainly be breaking that down, but let me know what you think about this. Does this mean that aliens have reached us? Do you think if they did reach us, why did they go directly to the United States? And if they did go directly to the United States, you really think that Trump would be able to keep his mouth shut about this. Those are the things that are making it a little hard to add up for me. I'm like, so I'm supposed to believe that Donald Trump, who can't stay quiet about anything, knows that there are aliens and hasn't told people. 
I don't know if that seems likely to me. I just don't know. Going back in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Strider. Ace Money says, Roxy, good luck at your dentist. Good luck at your dentist appointment. I have an irrational fear of things happening to my teeth. So the dentist is a real struggle for me, though I've gotten better over the years. I have a decade-long gap where I couldn't even go in for cleaning. Wow. Yeah, decades a long time, my friend. Um, I'm glad things have gotten better though. Then Ace Money says the most unbelievable part of the alien thing is the idea that Donald Trump could keep any of that a secret. I know, I know. That's hard to, it's really hard to fathom. But like maybe he knows that legally he has to. Mark Jason Ali in the stream mob says, hey Roxy, good luck with the dentist. Thanks for the double bill today of Live at the Roxy and SCN. How are you? I will be sorting ASAP for the World Girls calendar, Nolan's action with Tenant lead the lead to the HBO Max announcement. He has no right to be pissed. I believe in aliens. Mark, great comment. I'm so happy that you'll be getting the calendar. Uh, let me know anybody else who's planning on getting the calendar. You guys are the shit. And yeah, Nolan is really on one these days. Although I hope this doesn't get me canceled. I still love him. I can't help it. Glenn Caesar in the stream labs also says, yeah, I'm not sure the aliens are real. Not sure they're going to... I'm sure the aliens are real. Not sure they're going to visit us anytime soon or on Mars. Besides, as big as the Milky Way galaxy, let alone the universe is, I think it's kind of foolish to believe that there's no such thing as extraterrestrial life. Yeah, I don't think anybody's questioning that, or maybe people are, but not me. But are they here? And to what extent? Garth Harkness McMurray says, 40 years ago today in 1980, John Lennon was assassinated at the age of 40. I was 12 years old and I still remember hearing the tragic news on my radio in my bedroom that night. I cried for hours. He had many faults, but overall he was great talent. Uh, I appreciate you remembering where you were. I think these big moments, a lot of people, a lot of people take strong memories, like people knowing what they were wearing and exactly where they were and all that stuff. So yeah, uh, what's going on in the chat right now? Zeno, what if Trump was an act was actually an alien the whole time? That would be wild. That would be crazy. Murderana says, what aliens really want to know is why is Mayweather fighting Logan Paul? Because he thinks he can win. I think that's why. Kingsport Cal, my baby girl has to go to the dentist today to check out her braces. Oh, well, tell her I'm with her in spirit because I'm going to be there trying to fix my upper back um what is wisdom teeth and i never got removed they said that people should get those removed but i did not and i grew in just fine <laughs> or at least seemingly fine who the fuck actually knows aliens and shit aliens and shit all right let's talk about christopher nolan speaking of aliens he likes to do time travely things what's going on with him Christopher Nolan is not stoked about HBO Max, guys. He is uh, he is so not afraid to be vocal about whatever the fuck he wants to be vocal about that it's kind of impressive to me. I'm sorry. I'm not saying that what he says is right, but he is one of my favorite directors. I am obsessed with him. The TDK trilogy, as you guys know, is like my favorite thing to exist. Is he pompous? Is he arrogant? Yes, of course, he's all those things. And is he wrong in this situation? Yeah, probably. But let's talk about what he said. He kind of has that Martin Scorsese thing that to me too, where like I wasn't mad at Martin Scorsese for saying that comic book movies weren't filmed because who the fuck cares that Martin Scorsese thinks that? And that's kind of how I feel here. Let's read the Hollywood Reporter article. It says, to many insiders, Warner Media's blindsiding of talent and their reps with news that it would send 
17 films directly to HBO Max in 2021 felt like an insult for many of the movie business producers, directors, stars, and their representatives. December 3rd, 2020 is a day that will live in infamy. Quote, some of our industry's biggest filmmakers and most important movie stars went to bed that night before thinking they were working for the greatest movie studio and woke up to find out they were working for the worst streaming service. That's coming from Christopher Nolan, whose relationship with Warner dates back to insomnia in 2002. And this is what he said to Hollywood Reporter. He added, Warner Brothers has an incredible machine for getting a filmmaker's work out everywhere, both in theaters and in the home, and they are dismantling it as we speak. They don't even understand what they're losing. Their decision makes no economic sense. And even the most casual Wall Street investor can see the difference between disruption and dysfunction. Oh, spoken like a, a true a true Christopher Nolan. Uh, on that now infamous morning, and Sarnoff, whose ungainingly title is uh, chairman, uh, chair and CEO of Warner Media Studio and Networks Group and Warner Brothers Film Studio chairman Toby Emmerich, called the heads of the major agencies to drop a bombshell. Warner's was about to smash the theatrical window, sweeping its entire 17-picture 2021 film slate onto its faltering HBO Max streaming service, debuting them on the same day. They would open in theaters, uh, or whatever theaters at least will be able to have customers. Surprisingly, to some in the industry, sources say the idea was the brainchild of WBCOL Carolyn Blackwood, who, looking at a relatively weak 2021 slate, saw an opportunity to avoid humiliation and potentially bad grosses while curing favor with curing favor with steamer obsessed higher ups. Streamer obsessed higher ups. Uh, I still don't know that this is a good idea, guys. I don't know that it's a bad idea. I just don't know. But Christopher Nolan sure thinks that he knows and he thinks that this is trash. He hates it. He's not into it. I think a lot of people agree with him you know i've been seeing uh like some of my friends online some of my critic friends mike kalinowski and others who seemingly feel that this is a bullshit move and then i've seen other people like my friend dj woldridge who think that this is the right move um and i've seen people everywhere in between i think christopher nolan's allowed to speak his mind he's a director this directly impacts him i think he thought what he was doing with tenet was god's gift to this planet unfortunately i thought the movie was good not great so if it had been great then maybe it would have been god's gift to this planet but instead it just kind of fell a little flat i haven't met anybody yet who thinks that tenet was his greatest film i haven't met anybody yet who has been as obsessed with the movie as christopher nolan seemingly is sips tea but yeah, I think that he is allowed to say all these things. I don't know that it will be helpful. I'm curious if Christopher Nolan ever wants to work with Warner Brothers again, if that's something Warner Brothers would be interested in at this point. I just really don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm not worried for him because he has a lot of different avenues. And uh, frankly, I'm not really worried for Warner Brothers either because really like they're gonna be fine like, I, I don't know maybe it's the optimist to me but no one will be fine hbo max will be fine the wb will be fine it's gonna be fine what are you guys talking about in here let me know streamlabs.com slash roxy stryer or right here in the chat particularly or uh preferably the super chat if you guys are trying to help with that dentist life brutal 
Nolan is the man, said Sad SQ. All right. Uh, Avi says Nolan is with all the thumbs up. Uh, Thunder God says everyone on social media was roasting Nolan for this. I haven't seen a person lose all their goodwill like this in a while. I wasn't roasting him, but I did see other people roasting him. David thinks he's right. Mm. Bruce says, what a crybaby. Rainbow Beanie says he read HBO Max to filth. Laugh my ass off. All right. So you guys seem kind of 50-50 in here as well. I don't, I don't know. I think it's... We're going to talk about more, this more on SEN today. So if you really want to hear more of our thoughts on that, tune in to that show. But in general... He's just one person giving an opinion, and it was a passionate, strong opinion, and I'm totally fine with that. Let's go into the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer. Leonard Kim says, I got around to watching New Mutants yesterday, and I enjoyed it. It did feel directionless, and I couldn't determine what it wanted to accomplish, but I ultimately had fun with it. Magic is badass. They did a great job of portraying her awesome abilities. I really liked this. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. And yeah, it did feel a little directionless at time, but who the fuck even cares? The movie was good enough. People are crazy. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlabs, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer says, not sure they're going to visit us again anytime soon. I mean, wouldn't be surprised if aliens were here right now, but are living in human bodies since that'd be the best way to blend in slash go unnoticed by the rest of the population. Good luck at the dentist. That would be so fucking wild. It's insane. But I, who the hell knows? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm an alien and maybe I'm covering for the rest of the aliens. You guys don't know aliens and shit. Leonard Kim said, Roxy, you're right. Trump would be gallivanting around, clamoring that he's the reason why aliens want to finally reveal themselves and open communication. I'm sure aliens will reveal themselves in due time when they're ready. The hair looks great. Thanks. It's sopping wet right now. I just got out of the shower. Ooh, Jake Yacoveta, my amazing moderator with that massive, massive support. Fuck yeah, Jake. Fuck yeah, everybody helping me with this. He says, for the teeth and shit. Is that for the teeth and shit? Like the toilet flumes? Or is that for the teeth and other things? Jake, you're the best. Thank you so much. Adore you, honey. And really need that. Uh, you guys are very much so helping, and I appreciate it. Glenn Caesar says, Roxy, do you mean that you prefer particularly SL since it's deposited more quickly and don't take 33 to help with your dentist appointment? Do you mean that you? Oh, no, I was saying preferably super chat as opposed to just regular chat, but I was just reading the regular chats also. But yeah, Streamlabs does help more um, because they don't take that 30 to 40 percent, which they don't disclose the exact amount. Um, but super chat's also great, too. It's all great. Whatever's easiest for you guys. I'm grateful no matter what the fuck you guys can and will give. Thank you, Glenn, for that. Jake says however you want to interpret it. I'll keep that my little secret. My little secret. All right. Moving forward, because I think that we can't talk any more tenant on the show right now. Uh, and that's just... That's just what I have to say about that. But we're not done with HBO Max yet because Legendary Entertainment is challenging Warner Brothers' decision to release Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong on HBO Max, or at least they are set to challenge the de decision. It's so interesting that this is a thing because I don't know why HBO Max... Okay, so behind the scenes, the way that this works is that Legendary is a 
Legendary Pictures Productions, um, which is also known as Legendary Entertainment, is a film production and mass media company. And they produced both of these films, Dune and what's the Kong movie called? I always fuck up the order of this. Uh, Godzilla versus Kong. I keep calling it Kong versus Godzilla. Godzilla versus Kong. So Legendary produced those. They are the ones who put up the money for it. They're the ones who have a lot invested in it. And Warner Brothers made this decision, even though for Godzilla versus Kong, they had a $200 million offer on the table from Netflix, which would have recouped Legendary's money. So Legendary would have preferred that. But Warner Brothers didn't want to give it to a competitor because obviously Netflix is the competitor of theirs. So they didn't do that. So they're putting it on HBO Max. But they didn't talk to Legendary about this. So Legendary is obviously pissed and is not wanting this and might be able to actually do something about it. They might have to sue. They might settle. I don't even know exactly what this would be. Variety says Legendary Entertainment, the production company that co-financed Dune and Godzilla vs. Kong, might take legal action against Warner Brothers over the studio's decision to send its movies to HBO Max at the same time as they debut in cinemas. Legendary financed a significant portion of Dune, which cost roughly $175 million, and Godzilla vs. Kong, which carries a price tag of around $160 million. Yet the company was largely kept out of the loop that their films would be included in Warner Brothers' plan to send 17 films to their entire 2021 slate to the subscription streaming service that and any open movie theater. Sources familiar with the situation say top brass at Legendary are trying to have conversations with Warner Brothers regarding its upcoming films. Legendary Warner Brothers have frequently collaborated over the years on titles such as Christopher Nolan's The Dark Knight Trilogy, uh, The Hangover Movies, and The Godzilla franchise. Legendary is hoping to first negotiate a more generous deal, but isn't taking legal action off the table should the two companies fail to come to a compromise. One possibility is that Warner Brothers would buy the films outright from Legendary. No legal challenge has yet uh, has been feel, filed yet, but a suit could materialize early this week. It's unclear what legal grounds Legendary would use to challenge the decision, though. It would likely involve some breach of contract, which I think is totally in Le Legendary's prerogative to get what they deserve. And it's kind of fucking crazy that Warner Brothers didn't communicate with them on this legendary declined to comment as did warner brothers which makes sense because this is currently ongoing and they don't want to mess anything up part of legendary's frustration is that the desperate despite largely bankrolling dune and godzilla versus kong the company production company didn't have much of a say in how its buzzy titles would be released moreover the company felt that warner brothers wasn't being transparent with its intentions months ago netflix has discussed the possible sale of godzilla versus kong for a hefty 250 million oh i thought it was 200 250 million so if it was 160 that it cost them and they're giving 250 and i'm sure that they didn't put up the entire 160 you know that that would really help but warner media the parent company warner brothers blocked that arrangement uh denny villeneuve is the director of dune and he's similar disappointed with the hbo max plan and would prefer traditional theatrical release for his movie according to insiders the dune adaptation is intended to be the first of two-part retelling of frank herbert's seminal 1965 novel this we know what do you guys think do you think that this was fucked up of hbo i mean of warner did you think that this is their prerogative do you think that they're actually going to get sued do you think that this is going to change the future of what actually happens with those two films and what that will look like let's see what you guys are talking in here obviously big time hbo max will flop 
Hmm. Bruce says, yeah, WB is foul for that. Matt says, apparently a lot of pissed off parties all around the WB decision. Yeah, that is what it seems like. Totally. Ryan said, this is why we're not hearing anything from Disney plus. They're not trying to make the same fuck up WB just made. Yeah. And we're waiting till their meeting on Thursday. So I think we won't hear until Thursday or Friday for that. Uh, Bruce says, okay, I get the outrage now. That's not gangsta. I would agree that that's not gangsta. Thunder God says, see, now this is actually warranting the criticisms. Legendary shouldn't have learned about the movie, the move only 30 minutes before we did. That is so true. So true. I believe in transparency, especially with the people that you're working with, especially with the people who produced your film and are financing it. So this is kind of, kind of fucked up. And it will be interesting to see what happens here. I highly doubt that it just remains the way that it is. And I think that Legendary has a very solid case here. So we will see what the future of these two films are. And I will keep you guys posted here live at the Roxy. Uh, moving forward to our final thoughts on some things. So get in any of your stream mobs now, streamlabs.com slash Roxy Stryer or your super chats. Let's talk a little vaccinations before we GTFO get the fuck out. Uh, but before we do that, I do want to say that I see we have a super chat in here from Bear Hudson who we've missed in here. He says, I would like to thank you for the advice about mental health. Just being you. I also want to make a huge announcement on your platform. If that is okay. Um, Bear, hit us with your best shot. I don't even know what that's about, but go ahead and uh, and let us know. And I'm glad that you're back. You haven't been here in a minute, or at least I haven't seen you in a in a minute in here. And uh, I love when people come back. By the way, speaking of shout outs, I haven't done many shout outs yet today. MK Songbird, David, Zeno Hour, Glenn, Ryan Payne, Jake Yacoveta, Garth McMurray, Randy Avenel, David Datura, Ace Money, Moramuth, Haunts, Thunder God Cairo, King Sport Cal, Bruce Banner, Haskell 420, Garth McMurray, Ross Bristow, Jake Yacoveta, Avi Vitzman, MK Songbird, Matt Link, um, Level 2 Trading. You guys are the shit. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, and she gets too weird. It just gets too weird. Roxy on SEN Live today. Yeah, I absolutely am on SEN Live today. I'm very excited about it. Uh, all right, let's talk about these vaccinations, guys. Vaccinations have officially begun in the UK. These are two kind of cute stories that I saw about it. Number one, the very first person to get a vaccine outside of the trial was a 90-year-old UK woman. Uh, and she was the first person in the world to receive a COVID-19 vaccine that was not part of a trial. Her name is Margaret Keenan. She's 90. She's from Northern Ireland. And she became the first person to receive the Pfizer slash BioNTech vaccine outside of the clinical trial, making the start of the UK's mass vaccination program. Uh, I'm super duper here for this. I love that she's 90. She's getting like wheeled in her chair and she looks like she is kicking fucking ass and that was a huge, huge deal. And then the second person outside of the trial to receive the COVID-19 vaccination's name is William Shakespeare. Yes, you heard that right. William Shakespeare is 81 from Warwickshire, Warwickshire maybe, in England, and was one of the first people to receive the newly approved COVID-19 vaccine outside the clinical trial. Obsessed with the fact that this guy's name is William Shakespeare. So a 90-year-old and an 81-year-old are the first two. And if you guys don't love that as much as I do, then I don't know what's up with you. We have been waiting so long, 270 days for this moment or whatever it has been here. I know even longer overseas because the United States didn't shut down till mid-March as we decided that we didn't believe that this vaccine fucking existed or whatever it was that Trump didn't want to tell us about. So 
this is huge. This is great. This is forward movement. This makes me feel hopeful. I have, I'm starting to really struggle with people who are talking about not taking the vaccine. My sister said that she saw a study that said that they pulled the New York fire department and only 42% of them said that they were willing to take the vaccine. I also was scrolling around on TikTok last night and I saw several nurses who were doing this TikTok saying that they weren't going to take the vaccine and that their business, their places of work couldn't make them. It's like, you're a nurse. What the fuck is going on? This is so bizarre. I sure as hell am going to take that vaccine. I'm going to do it loudly. I'm going to do it proudly. And I'm going to tell you guys all about it when I do. But I'm excited that William Shakespeare has been vaccinated. We got to protect Billy Shakes at all costs. Thank you, Chris Martinez, saying old Billy Shakes making history again. And it is so true. Uh, absolutely. So excited about that. Yeah, you guys seem excited too. I think everybody in here is probably taking the vaccine, even if it is a little scary. It's not as scary as the fucking virus. Ain't that the truth? All right, guys, we are going to get out of here so that I can go pop on SEN Live. Make sure you watch there today. We'll be talking more about this Christopher Nolan situation and everything else movie news related, which I cannot wait for. Um, World Girls tonight or tomorrow. King Sport Cows every Wednesday, World Girl Wednesday. So we'll be live tomorrow for our Ask Us Anything episode that we do once a month. Seems to be your guys' favorite. We love it as well. Don't forget to buy the calendar if you have not already. $35 or $65 for a signed. You can send that in streamlabs.com slash the world girls, where we would love to send you a calendar. Uh, they're fucking great. I'm looking through it again, and I was just like, hey, you guys are going to be so stoked about these. They're weird. They're silly. They're sexy. They're strange. They're all of those things, which I'm really excited about. Glenn Caesar in the Streamlab says, this is from Ross Bristow, who wants to hear your thoughts on Mario Lopez. Said Mario Lopez said, if kids come out as trans, oh, I thought you were talking about the, the Colonel Sanders thing. If kids come out as trans, that parent should wait because a three-year-old could change their mind. He says they should come out as trans at 14. I've heard him talking about this in the past before. I believe that I am not a parent. So it's hard for me to say how anybody should parent their children or how Mario Lopez should parent their children. I think it's also hard for Mario Lopez to say how other parents should parent their children. Um, I don't even know. I, I don't even know that it should make a difference in anybody else's life, what somebody else's kids do. And I'll know more when I get there. But if my kids tell me that if my kids are, um, born with female genitalia and they tell me at whatever age that they feel that they are a boy or they know that they are a boy, then I'm going to listen to my kids uh, and take it from there. So I don't want to tell other people how to parent. I don't know exactly how that goes, but for me, I feel like I'm just going to keep listening to my kids because they know themselves best. Hopefully that answers your question a little bit. Thank you for asking it. All right, let's see. Bear Hudson says, today being my birthday, happy birthday, Bear. I would like to announce that I just got my certification in psychology being able to practice being a therapist. Wow, Bear, that's awesome. Uh, I am so, so happy to hear that. That sounds like a huge step. And uh, I appreciate you sharing that with us. So what a great birthday gift and what a great thing to share live at the Roxy. So great. You guys are the fucking shit. Uh, Pink Sweet says, I think Kate said it well. Are you talking about Kate Mulligan? Her son wears a dress. She doesn't assume anything, but she doesn't say, don't do that. Just leave them be. Yeah, totally. I think that 
no assumption. Um, but if they tell you something, then you need to listen. But yeah, I think it's just kind of like is what it is and we'll figure it out as we go. But I'm never going to just like tell my kid, no, that's not right. Or I don't know. We'll find out when I'm a parent one day. Anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us live on the show. Oh, Matt Link says, CNN says the pulse is 55% of New York fired if I, um, fire department firefighters wouldn't take the vaccine. That is so scary. Everybody's saying congrats to Bear and saying happy birthday to him. All these things. You guys are the best community. Come join me on SEN now as we talk all the other things. And I'll be back here. Wish me luck with my teeth. Hopefully oh I'm going to need it. Shout out to everybody who's in here. Final shout outs. John Bainbridge, Thaddeus Smith, David Detura, Matt Link, King Sport Cal, Itai Berman, Davian Mistrunner, Saps Garcia, Jake Yacoveta, PC in the house. Randy Avnell, uh, Mormoth Hans, Pink Sweets. Am I getting everybody? Hopefully. Uh, Jake Yacoveta. Sorry for those who didn't get a shout out. Juan Mendez, trying to reach you guys all. I know sometimes we just need to be seen and heard, and I see you guys. I really do. Uh, Patrick Bainham, John Trink. Guys, make your bed, put down the toilet seat and the lid. All those good things. Lauren, see all you guys. Much love. And I'll see you guys tomorrow live at the Roxy. Or right now on CN. Come join me. Woo!